What is up, guys and gals? Welcome to episode number 116 of the Nonsense Review. I made a mistake last week. It was not 114, but oh well. I'm your host, as always, Devin, and joining me equally as always is Rick. Hello, everybody. Today, we are on the penultimate episode of the, uh, what did we call it again? The Revenge of the Fifth? Yes. <laughs> yeah, because we're very clever and funny. Yes, yes, trust us, trust us. Uh, today, we're going to watch Lloyd in Space, which is a, a bit of a weird one because it's something I know more about than Rick for a change. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I have never seen this at all before. When I was booting up the episode to make sure it worked, I was reminded that I have seen so little of this, I didn't know that that was Lloyd. Well then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, fair enough, fair enough. But uh, before we get into a bit of background information and the review itself, uh, those of you who are familiar with the podcast know we like to briefly talk about our weeks and the goings on in a wide, wide world. So with that in mind, Rick, how has your week been, buddy? Well, I finished Koala Man has fast become my favourite John Cusack show, and I like his stuff to begin with. Yeah. I know you're slightly more of a, friend, a fan of Smiling Friends but like we both like both of them yeah I think Smiling Friends is better but only because it's shorter because I think the short format just allows more time for really stupid off the cuff jokes but Koala Man is fucking great I'd happily watch that series again and I hope it gets a second season yeah yeah well the end of it said Koala Man will return yeah I know but I feel like that's taking the piss out of Marvel more than anything (laughs) (laughs) yeah totally 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 what did you think of the cookie bar and the reveal yeah it was pretty good when you said that a lot of things are connected I I was looking out for things and it doesn't show the things that are connected it just shows the things happening and then when the reveal happened you get to connect up yourself yeah 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 yeah. Uh, do you also get what I mean by saying that character being that character makes no sense but then it immediately made sense because that character is actually that character yes yeah <laughs> fucking watch the show like I know barely any people listen to this podcast but like Koala Man's good uh, I, I feel like we were pretty high on it when we were did we review that I feel pretty sure we did yeah we did we, d- we did episode one which um, I think episode one actually actually isn't one of the better episodes. No, no, it definitely isn't. Like, some of the mi- the uh, the mid-season ones are just, like, so much better. I, I mean, my personal favourite is the Trades. I-, I found that fucking hilarious. Yeah, uh, yeah, I was going to say, I think episode two is just, like, is a way better episode than episode one. Yeah. Trades run this town! <laughs> <laughs> it's so true, though, isn't it? Where, like, if you're a tradesman, you are treated like king in Australia. Everywhere else is just like, ah, fuck them. Yep, 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 totally. <laughs> Lady Trady. <laughs> yeah, it was a good show. It was a good show. Hoping for more. Um, however, out in the wide, wide world, this happened last week, but I didn't see it last week. I only saw it this week. There has been an announcement. Sucker for Love is getting a sequel, Date to, to Die For. Are you fucking serious? This wasn't news last week. This has been news for months. Has it? Okay. Well, there's a playable demo that um, some YouTubers have got available. Oh, okay. So the demo's brand new because before it was literally just, hey, we're working on a new thing. Look forward to it. But if there's a demo now, then yeah, that's definitely a big step. Yeah, there's a demo, there's a trailer, and um, there is a furry lady which I believe is based on uh, Shubnigwath. Gotta be real careful with that word ain't you? Yes I I, I skipped some of the middle syllables. (laughs) (laughs) And then you got South Park that just goes all in on it. Yep yep. (laughs) Looking good. Looking good and hopefully it matches the heart that the first one had. Just seeing as we're on the topic I just want to point out Sucker for Love has the best jump scare I've ever suffered from. (laughs) It's just Lynetta just there (laughs) when you put your, she she pulls the book away from you and she's just there. (laughs) And she's like what are you reading? because it's if you linger on the page that's to break up for too long and it's like it genuinely like it makes perfect sense and I wasn't even mad but it did give me the frighten yep 
<laughs> Linus of Linus Tech Tips is stepping down as CEO. Like, I don't know if you watch this, but I it's one of the things that I just generally have on in the background of keeping my finger on the beating heart of cutting edge technology by letting people who know more about technology talk about it at me. Okay, that's interesting because I generally thought the dude was just... I, I'm not familiar with the person at all. I don't watch the content. It's not my cup of tea. But mm-hmm. uh, from my understanding, Linus from Linus Tech Tips was just a dude on a YouTube channel. I didn't realise he had a proper company where he's CEO and such. Yeah, so like when he had like four guys, he felt weird putting CEO on there and now he's got like over a hundred. Okay. He's uh, he's basically reached a point where uh, he knows that the thing that a CEO needs to do and not the kind of things that he wants to do with his career. So he's going to remain, uh, along with his wife, the uh, majority shareholders of the company. Yeah. But he's just hired a CEO to do CEO things so he can just take a step back and make videos. Be able to be friends with with uh, what used to be his employees who are now his colleagues and they're the employees of the CEO. Yeah, you can, you can own something without being the CEO of it and if he doesn't want to do the actual responsibilities of a CEO, and I don't blame him because CEOs are generally not nice people, mm-hmm. I can't fault that really. Yeah, he's uh, he tracked down his old boss and hired him. Well, that means that he can't have been the worst boss to work under then. Yeah, like, one of the things he says was, it takes a lot of skill to be my manager. So, yeah, like, hopefully that works out pretty well. Uh, the Disney chopping block. Oh, dear. Okay, go on. Among other things, but um, Disney has a hotel that is Star Wars LARP. Okay, yep, I've seen this. Yeah, it's called the Galactic Star Cruiser, and it's closing, I think, the end of next month. Um, it looks cool, but it's not three grand a day cool. Yeah, that's um, that's steep. Especially when you are probably going to spend a lot of your time not there, and probably in the Disney Park doing Disney things. I feel like that sort of thing would be better served as like an interactive experience rather than a hotel. Yeah, so I also think that it would be better just dismantled and then reassembled within the um, the Star Wars land as a thing you could just go into and that's just like, you step through this door, you're now in that. I think the idea was that if they had it as a high barrier to entry hotel experience rather than a park experience, then people could make the effort so it wouldn't just be like Jeff in a t- and sandals getting a lap dance from a Twilight girl. Oh, listen, I pay three grand for a t- for, for an experience with Twi'leks, <laughs> but uh, I don't think they'd offer that level of service. <laughs> A lot of things are leaving Disney+. Plus. The standouts are Willow. Yes, okay. Do you know the reason for this? Because I found out. Uh, no, I don't know the actual reason. Go ahead. Cool. Um, so it's a tactic HBO did during the last writer's strike in that sure. because they were going to have to suddenly start paying residues to writers for content on their streaming service, they just axed a bunch of shows so they wouldn't have to do it. So Disney is thinking forward going, oh, we're probably not going to win with this writer's strike, so let's get rid of as much content as possible so when we ev- eventually have to pay residues, we won't have to do as much of it because obviously that's why they're axing certain shows. Uh, Willow is ex- definitely a weird one because that's had a brand new recent kick up the arse, hasn't it? Yeah, so the whole point is this is a series is getting removed. See, that's even weirder, you know? It, that, this is new. Because that's so new, it has to be that tactic. Yeah. Um, another one that we have watched something of, and I watched all of, is Little Demon. I think both of these have in common that they haven't been renewed or cancelled. This is my time to give a public service announcement, I think, Rick. Um, we at the podcast legally do not condone doing illegal actions. But if you're um, a fan of Disney and a fan of Disney Plus, if there is content on your Disney Plus that hasn't got the brand of Marvel or Star Wars, I suggest finding alternative means of acquiring said media because it's going to go away. It's not safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I'm not saying you should do anything that is frowned upon, but, uh, you know, there are certainly ways, like perhaps purchase a DVD, or you guys know what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You get the VHS tapes. Ha! <laughs> oh, fuck me, VHS was... Oh, it was magical, but also the worst. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, like, I, think, I think the thing I like best about VHS is you had a lot finer control over... Uh, if you were fast-forwarding, you knew what you were fast-forwarding for, you were just, like, clicking through a DVD and hoping that you find the right point. Yeah. Oh, mind you, I still remember the Disney VHS. VHSs were a fucking goldmine because about half, not half an hour, about 15 minutes of the tape at the beginning was adverts for other videotapes from Disney, including the tape that you were watching, but with but with a special feature. They had subtitles so you could sing along. Yep, subtitles only for the song. <laughs> Oh, fuck a doodle dandy. And also you had those five-minute adverts saying, don't steal the videotape, which stolen videotapes didn't have. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Literally improving the, the, the experience by stealing it. <laughs> we don't condone theft. We don't. Uh, and the last thing I've got on the dock is we have a date for Hulu Futurama. It's coming out on the 24th of July. What the fuck does that mean, Rick? Is there a new series or...? Yeah, apparently there's a... Um, I don't know if it's a reboot or just a revival. I think they call it a revival, which means that they can just continue, but it's like when it moved to Comedy Central, and then it got another ending. It looks like they're just doing the same again, but on Hulu. I don't know how to feel about this one, to be honest, because I think the last ending was a good way to end it. Yeah, both endings were good. Yeah, because yeah, the first ending was at the end of the uh, movies, wasn't it? Because they needed to wrap it up with that. In fact, all three endings were good. The first ending was um, Fry and Leela walking off into the sunset after Fry lost his devil hands. Think... That, that was actually the last episode that they got before they negotiated the movie uh, season. I didn't actually think that was the last episode, so hey, fair enough. Yeah, so they got that, the, the, the end of The Beast with a Billion Becks, and then the ending of the Comedy Central ones. Like, all of these are decent endings. Sure, I don't know, I'm on the fence. I probably won't go out my way to see it, I'll put it that way. Yeah, I think that's about enough from me. How about you? How's your week been, and what have you seen out in the wide, wide world? Alright, so on a personal note, I picked up Smite again. Yeah. I uh, I was like, yep, yeah, let's see what this V-Sojo crossover's like. The models are actually actually look pretty decent. Uh, I'm not spending money on it. Uh, I'm, I'm just not. I don't. I, I, I paid enough money for Smite when I bought the Ultimate God Pack so I could play all the gods. I'll put it. Uh, I'll, I'll end it at that. Um, sure. That being said, Rick, um, Smite is pretty much broken on console. Is it? Is it just not functional? It's functional technically. You can actually go over to the Rev Plays Games. A little shout out where I played a bunch of Smite games back in the day. Um, it used to be that your moves had markers so you knew where the fuck you were aiming. Ah, uh, yeah, for the good old skill shot. And yeah, it seems like they've. Dis- Smite isn't available on PS5. You have to download the PS4 version and play it on the PlayStation 5. And sure. essentially what happens is either Hi-Rez isn't giving the PlayStation as much attention or something, because I tried to Google a fix to the problem and all the problems are bitching about how the game doesn't work on PS4 from the year 2020. Um, so, eh, whatever. Uh, doesn't matter what fucking options I fucked with, I can't get the markers to appear on the ground. And it's just usually a straight line. But my favourite god to play as was Vulcan. And his, uh, his special move is a giant fuck off AoE and the gimmick is it does more damage the further away you fire it but the further away you fire it the longer it takes to hit the ground sure if you have no ground marker, you cannot possibly aim it. No, no. Like, I remember playing League of Legends and, like, a lot of the skill shot thing did more damage because they required you to man- manually aim. Anyway, so I won't be playing Smite. I've already deleted it off my hard drive. I can't be arsed with that shit. No more money from me. Uh, that saves me a download. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
but like some people used to say as well like uh, there's a lot of old reddit threads where it's just like oh just migrate to the pc yeah but i spent money on the playstation and you can't migrate your account can you not oh boy uh, apparently so i've not looked into it i'm not going to at this point it, it's one of those where i've just written it off in my mind sure but you know i've i paid for the pack that gives you all gods upon release because i wanted to just be able to pick and choose whenever i felt like i thought that was a mm-hmm. fair enough fee and yeah, 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 totally. it, if i had to either pay that again or just unlock gods that i liked manually no that's not fair <laughs> you know sure 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 anyway rick i watched guardians of galaxy 3 yeah you did there are literally two things i want to talk about and okay. uh, they are spoilers so if you've not seen guardians 3 i recommend fast forwarding okay so first and foremost it's a good film i anyone who says it's a shit film i don't think paid attention or was determined to be miserable yes totally i think guardians consistently all three films are pretty top tier uh, guardians 2 was my favorite marvel film for a while yeah uh, but anyway i digress the two things i want to talk about is uh, one's a negative and one's i guess technically a positive depending on how you look at it um <laughs> The negative. Um, I still think this film was a waste of Adam Warlock. Oh, totally. Uh, the character in general has been wasted, but now, like, obviously, the we, we said that it's spoilers. Now he's part of the main crew, now that Quill's not in it anymore. It, it, it is one of those where, like, Adam Warlock's been in the Guardians before, in uh, in the comics, and it looks like, because they've gone with the whole, oh, he's shit because they took him out early, so... Yeah. Uh, it, it gives a ray of hope, is all I'm saying. So, like, I, I think it was a waste, but considering the way the film ended, it's not that big of a waste. I'm happy enough. Yeah, because wasn't he Quill's dad in the original? No, Quill's dad is some weird, no, completely unrelated to Quill. Uh, Quill's dad okay. is uh, is some weird fucking king from some weird fucking planet depending on the comic. Uh, yeah, so not Ego in the comic. Oh god, no, no, Ego's got... Ego also has nothing to do with Quill. Um, <laughs> no, uh, it, it's very odd because the reason why Peter Quill becomes Star-Lord is because he learns his dad is actually a king. Sure. At least in the comic I read, I, I appreciate that that may not be the strict fucking, you know, origin. Like, he's not like Spider-Man, where Spider-Man's origin is always, oh no, Uncle Ben, but you know, with Star-Lord it's always a bit more flexible, because uh, until until James Gunn ran ran with the ball that was Guardians 1, people didn't really give a fuck about Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh yeah, people just, um, I think the most people knew is that there was Rocket Raccoon. Honestly, I think I, I think I knew Gamora more than Rocket. <laughs> sure. The second thing I want to talk about, and I've got to talk about it, and this is actually big spoiler territory, in that um, the flashbacks, man. Yeah. Okay, here's the thing, is this film's rated a 12, and I think this is going to be the film that so many people point to when they reach the age of like 20, 25 and say oh yeah that film fucking scarred me <laughs> yeah um, all of his friends getting raised ray of hope and then squashed here's the thing that really fucks me up is uh, the, during the first flashback when we got introduced to these characters in my mind I went oh these characters are going to die don't get attached and then the scene happened and I was fighting back tears trying not to cry in a cinema Yeah. and I'll tell you what actually got me is it wasn't the otter getting shot it was the combination of they made teeth sound so fucking goofy and simple and innocent and they made floor sound like literally a child and yes it was floor constantly chanting floor teeth rocket go now in the background that was actually breaking my fucking heart i was on the i it was horrible fuck you james gunn <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, hey, man, props to the actor as well for the villain, because he fucking chewed the scenery in every scene he was in. Oh, yes, he did. Like, he did a fucking good job. Like, fucking 10 out of 10. And thank you. Thank you for giving us a villain that's just a villain. Yes, Um, like, he only wants his things to be his things. And, like, yeah, he's just a psychopathic man-child other than that. So, yes, it's a, uh, it's, it's a, it's a nice... Tar- it's a nice... Breath of fresh air. Yeah, to just have someone... Who's a cunt. Yeah, like, someone... That 
that you can love to hate. I, there was no moment where I had a tinge of sympathy, uh, sympathy for him. And like, I clocked on real early that the reason why he had that fucking weird looking face was because, oh, I bet you Rocket fucked up his face. Yep. <laughs> he cloned a new one. Wasn't that scene so fucking satisfying? Well, it wasn't satisfying because it came right after the, uh, the, the horror. But uh, boy, was it a bit cathartic seeing him get fucked up. Yeah, total catharsis. The only downside being that he didn't kill him. But if he did, then, you know, he wouldn't be around for it. Um, I realise afterwards that a lot of the trailer things come from, like, the last 20 minutes of the movie when Rocket's up and about again. <laughs> yeah, true, true. Like, um, going into this film, I was convinced, and I even said to to my, uh, to my friend, I reckon Drax and Rocket aren't making it out this film. And boy, was I pleasantly surprised. Yeah, totally. Um, I, like, I don't think anybody in the present that matters died. I, none of the Guardians died. No. Like, that's the main thing. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's one of those where the new Guardians have been set up and established. Uh, it's, it's one of those where we've got the characters who are clearly retired and probably not going to turn up again like Lebula and Drax. Mm-hmm. Gamora's out there with the Ravagers if they ever turn up again. The Guardians are doing Guardian shit and very explicitly we know Star-Lord slash Peter Krill is coming back because they said so at the end of the film. Yeah, yeah. And um, did you enjoy, like I did, the different forms of group that we got throughout the film? I liked Kaiju group mostly because they called out, no, not Kaiju group. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, that was just after they fucking whacked the ban- bunny child with the basketball. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> Honestly, a roller coaster of emotions in the most fun sense. Uh, what did you think of the single F-bomb they got to have? Because I loved it. <laughs> Open the fucking door. <laughs> just get just get in the fucking car. It's just... Yeah. It's such a... F- it, it just... Oh, I don't know how to describe it. It was just so fucking well used. <laughs> how is that for repellent language? But, you know, they're allowed one. Anyway, that's about it for Guardians. I think we've spoken about it for like 10 minutes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you ready for some news? Yeah, let's go. As of recording, because it's a Friday, uh, this thing isn't out, but over the weekend it's coming out and it's come very quickly, Rick. Uh, new Halluva boss. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Looking forward to it. So next week on the podcast, we will no doubt talk about that for a bit. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking at my list of news and it's all bad, except for one announcement about a video games. So how do you want me to tackle this, Rick? Uh, Round out with a video game. Are you familiar with a woman named Lauren Bobert? Yes. She's now getting divorced from Matt Gates, the guy who has been, uh, he's not been cleared of flashing his knob to underage girls, but the underage girls have been threatened and bribed to not testify against him, so they're not going to. Yeah, fair enough. Well, no, not fair enough. That's evil, but you know. I didn't actually know that particular aspect, the aspect of the story I'm leaning towards, because I don't care if people get divorced. There are many reasons to get divorced. That sounds like a pretty good one. But I'm going to give Lauren Boba all the shit in the world, because up until this point, she has been preaching to everyone who will listen, uh, and the world at large, that if you're a woman and you divorce your husband, that makes you a shit wife and you should repent to Jesus. Yeah, she's uh, she's a crazy one. She's a fucking hypocrite, and I find that that's even worse when it comes to crazy. Like, crazy's bad, but if you're crazy and a hypocrite, you can go fuck yourself. At least believe your crazy bullshit. Yes, yes, yes. You know? Anyway, uh, fuck you, you're an evil person. Mm-hmm. Hey, Rick, if you can't afford a cheese sandwich, don't make a cheese sandwich. Okay, uh, I don't get the reference here, but I'm sure you're going to enlighten me. Our beautiful government in the UK is not much better than the US. US right now because that's one Anne Widdicombe, um, a very notable member of the Tory party. I don't think she's currently elected, but that's neither here nor there. She was on a news station, uh, news, uh, a news show, and talking about the cost of living. And she said, if you can't afford cheese and bread, you should not be allowed to eat cheese sandwiches. And it's like, hmm, these people really do live in a different type of world, don't they? Yeah, it's so incredibly tone deaf for, for uh, people that are meant to be representing their constituents. Like, I don't know about you, Rick, but cheese and bread are relatively cheap items as far as food goes, cheese sandwich is about as basic food-wise 
as you can get outside of having just a bowl of rice and beans. Yeah, yeah, like a fiver and you've got a loaf of bread and a block of cheese and that's enough cheese sandwiches to uh, to see you for quite some time. If people can't afford to make cheese sandwiches because they can't afford cheese and bread, that means you as a government has fucked up because people aren't getting paid enough. Mm-hmm. But hey, what do I know? We're just stupid podcasters, Rick. Yeah, they're either not getting paid enough or they're getting fleeced too much by everything else that also slightly under the government's control. Oh, most definitely. You can slap down fines on people who are fleecing. It's dead easy. That being said, um, uh, our government faces a much more sinister danger. Um, uh, I'm, I'm going to get all serious and quiet now because it's actually quite scary. Uh, there was a conservative conference and um, I shit you not, there's video evidence of this of, and I, I've forgotten the gentleman's name for that, I apologise, but again, you can find the clips very readily on almost any news site, fuck, probably even on YouTube at this point, of a gentleman representing the Conservative Party uh, going up on a podium and saying, I don't really see why people are so opposed to nationalism just because Germany mucked it up twice doesn't mean we will. And do I need to explain why those words are scary? Oh, I'm just holding my face. Uh, in case you don't know what nationalism is, um, let me explain. Now, don't get nationalism confused with patriotism. Patriotism is, yeah, go our country. We love our country. Our country is great and we love it. Nationalism is, our country's the best and the people who are from it are the best. Everyone else is inferior and should stay away or we will get rid of them. Yeah, it's um, just just look at Russia. That's what nationalism is right now. Or, you know, look at a historical example. <laughs> yeah, but Russia's here right now. You can, you can look at things that are happening right now and like see a much more direct parallel. Like, yes, there is history, but you have to learn history, whereas this, you can just look. I mean, you can even look a bit closer to home, because don't forget, the project's not yet been scrapped, where, and I can't believe these words are coming out of my fucking mouth, our government is literally building concentration camps in Rwanda to send people to. Oh, yes, yes. That's not gone away. They've just started to talk about it less and less. Yeah, if you're a refugee and there is no reason why you can't go to the concentration camp, you go to the concentration camp. Now, to be fair... They're not calling it a concentration camp, but that's because they know they can't call it that. But that's what it is. I mean, they've already got the refugee concentration camps in K, just, you know. Yeah, but guess what? I'm a bit more concerned about the ones they're building in Rwanda because the ones they're building in Rwanda are going to be not overseen by us. Like Yes, not, not accountable. Like, it's it's one of those where, like, don't get me wrong, it's still awful. The They're not, they're not, here's the thing, they're not specially constructed places for them here. We put them up in places and they're, they're, not, they're not the best quality. Of course they're fucking not because our government sucks, but it, it, it's a different story. Ship, like, just it's just absurd. It's been blocked by the European courts twice. I know, mm-hmm. we, I know, we're not part of the EU anymore. But when a court blocks you from doing something because it's unfucking humane, what the fuck word am I trying to say? Inhumane. Inhumane. But you know, if if a court tells you twice, hey, this is inhumane, don't do it. You should fucking listen to them. Yeah. Turns out this was what people were uh, actually ended up voting for when they're voting for Brexit. It's uh, it's like the people that voted on it generally wanted the UK to be able to make their own laws without being slapped down and it turns out this was one of the laws they wanted to make oh well mm, yeah they hid that one in there didn't they yeah weirdly all the other news looks bright, quite pleasant in comparison but it's still a bit shit I wasn't going to bring up this show but uh, unfortunately it's had a bit of a more backlash than I thought it would uh, Cleopatra on Netflix Rick okay uh, I wasn't going to bring this up because I didn't want to give that show any more publicity anyway plus I don't really give a fuck um, but I will bring this up it's the lowest rated show in a long fucking time on uh, Rotten Tomatoes which you shouldn't put my much stock in anyway, but it's the only measuring stick I've got because I'm I'm not watching that shit. I don't care about Cleopatra. I don't care because um, I don't know about you, Rick, but as far as Egypt famous Egyptians go, Cleopatra's been done to death. Yes. And uh, apparently this show gets a lot of things wrong, which wouldn't be a problem, except it presents itself as a documentary. Ah, okay. Yeah. Hmm. One uh, Jada Pinkett Smith plays Cleopatra.
And for those of you with any historical knowledge, one of the big controversies is that Cleopatra was not black. She was Greek as fuck. Yes. <laughs> uh, you know, she, she was descended from uh, more of that, um, uh, that side of things. And the reason, again, that I bring it up is that uh, Jada Pinkett Slip, uh, Smith claims that... Well, I won't sugarcoat it. She, she says the reason why a Netflix show has bombed is because of white supremacy and not because the show is shit. Yeah. It's always a it's always a nice way to fall back on things and blame someone else, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's also, like, I have no doubt there's some racism involved. There's always a bit, but not this much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, again, a lot of the people who are arguing that Cleopatra wasn't black are also arguing that, no, she wasn't white either. No. <laughs> anyway, uh, it's, it's a very weird thing that only seems to happen when people decide that historical documentaries don't need to be accurate. I don't know. Rick, Overwatch 2. Yeah, okay. Overwatch 2, a.k.a. Blizzard, says, uh, fuck you, as they officially scrapped their plans for PvE. Yes, yes. So apparently this was something that was meant to be coming during Overwatch 1's lifetime. Uh, and when they were sunsetting Overwatch 1 in favour of 2, they say, were saying, okay, it's going to come with Overwatch 2, and now it's just not coming at all. So all of these characters with lore and backstory and just character are now wasted on something that's never going to get anything beyond just the game. It's one of those where the biggest fuck you is the fact that one of the main selling points and reasons why people gave up the fight for keeping Overwatch 1 in favour of Overwatch 2 was the promise of PvE. So this is literally spitting in the face of fans. Yes, 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 yes. And don't get me wrong, I'm not invested in Overwatch. I've never touched a game. I don't give a fuck, but I feel bad for all of the people who, who took the game on good faith. It was a competent play PvP game. It's just, you know, they already had the loot box system heavily monetized back when you paid for the game. So now they're just doubling down on that as a free frame. If you're going to do loot boxes, your game should at least be free, sure, but loot boxes are still evil. Yeah, we've got EA to thank for that. Apparently it just works for them, so everyone else wants a slice for that slice of that pie. Surprise mechanics. Yeah. Nothing wrong with Kinder <laughs> Eggs, right? Anyway, from one evil corporation to another. Google. Oh yes, the company that famously removed the tagline of don't be evil from their code of ethics. Yeah, Google's doing some weird shit, and some of it I'd argue was evil, some of it not so much, but I'd still disapprove of. So let's get into it. Um, Google has recently acquired the rights to basically URL domain names. Um, this is like .com, .co.uk, stuff like that. Extensions. Uh, I don't sure. know the official term, but you know what I mean when I say that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean, yeah. Usually this isn't worth noting or reporting, but uh, this time it is because they've, they've basically bagged two which are going to be very dangerous for people going forward, and that is .mov and .zip. Okay. Can you tell why this will be problematic? Yeah, be because they are file types. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's going to be so much easier to trick fucking people into fucking up their systems. Um, unless they are doing it so that no one ever can have these. You know damn well that's not why they're doing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, that's something to look out for. Be a bit more cautious when browsing the web going forward. Uh, that being said, I've moved over to Firefox, but that won't save you from this, because if you click on a download link thinking you're downloading a proper mob file, which you're not supposed to be doing because that's naughty, but you might accidentally get sent to one of these web websites that just fucks you over. It's perfectly fine to download a .mob that you've been sent by a friend, because they've probably taken it with their camera phone. I mean... Rick, how often am I downloading .wavs from you? <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, like twice a week plus. <laughs> the other weird thing they're doing, which, again, I wouldn't call evil, but I disapprove of greatly as someone who likes history being preserved. Google has announced that, I don't think they've, they're officially rolling it out yet, but I think they're announcing their intent to roll it out, and that is um, Google accounts that have had no activity for two plus years, they're going to delete, which isn't the worst thing in the world, but they've also said they'll delete that and any content they've uploaded, 
which oh boy. is going to be a real fuck for historical footage archived on the internet because YouTube's pretty much the main hosting site for that shit. Yeah. I, I saw this last night, actually. Catface is one of the things that Weeble produced like years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, the last Catface that was made and put on YouTube was eight years ago, and yet there's a massive amount of content of that. Um, so all of that technically is going to go away unless they count activity as views. Uh, they, they phrased it to say as in uploads and posts and logging into the account sure rather than uh, on the other end of things but it's it's one of those where even if it was based on people viewing the content that's still like it, you know we'll lose so much mm, yeah totally it's like back in I, I can't believe we've actually got a great historical example uh, the BBC is notorious for this at the, in this day and age where they didn't archive their shit we've lost seasons of Doctor Who because they taped over it with newer stuff mm, yeah 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 never mind the fact we lost a bunch of music as well for similar reasons it's it, it, it's awful we shouldn't be you know actively willing to throw away history I know it doesn't it doesn't seem like fuck all now but like in f- 50 years time Rick there's a good chance you and I are gone yeah there's a second side of it like who's going to give a shit about an episode of the one show from two years ago I'm sure but uh, that's not the point if people give a fuck the point is to keep it archived you know yeah yeah it was created therefore it costs next to nothing to keep it stored I, I might be a, I might be on the, on, the, on the weirdo spectrum here but like I find it oddly comforting that even with uh, I know this is just a silly podcast we do for fun but it, it it's really hopeful of me to know that I could die in a week and there'd still be a part of me in the world just from this podcast. Except that I can't log into it, therefore. <laughs> Which means in two years' time it's gone. Yep. Except for Anchor because it's all on there. Um, but who knows, they might end up doing the same thing because it's like, oh, we can save 0.0002 cents a day by just deleting this data. Because that's what it is. They're arguing that they need the server space and they don't want to keep maintaining the servers. Which is a valid argument to a certain extent. But like, they can afford it. Wouldn't you want to be known as the company that keeps an archive? Yeah, yeah. Counter-argument, there is a lot of land that you can buy, and you can put a lot of servers in a small amount of land, and yeah, there's it's Google. It's like one of the most profitable companies in the world. There's no excuse. It, it really is a baffling one. Anyway, rant over. Last bit of sad news before we move on to the one piece of good news in this mountain of shit. Rick, this isn't a wrestling podcast. Well, you said it was sad news, so go ahead. Uh, one super Superstar Billy Graham passed away at the age of 79. That's good innings for a, um, a high-impact sportsman. Uh, superstar Billy Graham was the man. Um... <laughs> Um, I, I've here's how much of an influence he was. I've never watched a superstar Billy Graham match, but I've heard his form of promo time and time again because so many people took inspiration from his way of doing it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you remember Rick, but we had a D and D campaign that admittedly didn't last very long, where I played a wrestler. Um, yes. And one of my promos was I I went really high energy and it's like funky like a monkey and all this shit. That's a superstar Billy Graham promo. I even told you guys that I took someone's promo and I just tweaked it to fit my character. <laughs> Yeah, you got um, that was the guy that was I thought that, that had like the uh, the JoJo style icon, wasn't it? Yeah, it was literally just Zeppeli. <laughs> <laughs> Looked like Zeppeli, acted like superstar Billy Graham. He'll be missed. I I don't doubt that there'll be a lot of tributes in the next c- couple of days because I influential as fuck. That's all I'll say. Uh, like if I showed you a picture of him, you'd probably recognise his face despite never seeing him. Sure. But anyway, um, that's sad. Seventy nine's not the worst age for a sportsman, as you say, but it's still a blow, especially to the industry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Good. New slash announcement. We've got a new Mortal Kombat game coming, Rick. We do. It's called Mortal Kombat One. <laughs> 
yes. Uh, this is uh, slightly baffling, but uh, yeah, apparently they're nuking... They already nuked the timeline, as you said, and this is just like a full-on reboot. Yeah, like, it's weird because it's not going back in time at all. Like, it's not reset... It's not Mortal Kombat 1, but remastered. It's a whole new plotline by the looks of it. But someone also pointed out something quite clever that they've done because this is technically Mortal Kombat 12 and yes. this is Mortal Kombat 1 in brackets 2 because it's the second Mortal Kombat 1 so it's Mortal Kombat 12. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> That's someone on Reddit doing some logistics. I wish I had I had the foresight to jot down their username because I thought that was quite clever. Uh, I don't think that's what the actual motivation was behind the name but I still made me giggle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because technically there was no Mortal Kombat 1. It was just Mortal Kombat because they didn't know there was going to be a 2. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time no one will ever call it just Mortal Kombat because people won't know what you're talking about. Yeah, like um, like technically there's no Sonic 1 for instance. Yeah, but if you don't, if you just say hey, did you play Sonic? Someone will go which one? Yeah. Like, <laughs> but yeah, it's one of those. Yeah, the game looks interesting. It looks like they're cutting down the roster depth like by the sounds of it and the looks of it we're only going to have actual 8 fighters and everyone else is being relegated to assist trophies. Yep. <laughs> which, interesting way of doing it. Um, You poo-pooed this a little bit but it's one of those things which Mortal Kombat's always well done for like the last 3 or 4 games so we're kind of used to it a bit like a weird Stockholm Syndrome where <laughs> if you pre-order the game you get Shang Tsung otherwise you got to wait about a month month and a half and then you can buy him for a quid it's, it's not so much that I poo-pooed it I just don't like the fact that whole characters are the pre-order bonus yeah no I'm, I agree with you but like I said with Mortal Kombat it's just done that way and it's always a character people want Mortal Kombat 10 was Goro Mortal Kombat 11 was fucking Shao Kahn yeah it's a way to get people to pay full price it's, it's a way to get people to pre-order yeah, yeah for sure and the thing is is it works because people want those characters because one they're cool and two they're cool yeah Ed, Ed Boone's not a fucking idiot he knows what sells case in point we see Sub-Zero and Scorpion in the trailer real fucking early <laughs> as an aside this one's just a rumour and I couldn't find anything to confirm it but apparently they're going to sell some DLC that makes um, Johnny Cage look like Claude Van Damme <laughs> sweet which uh, again wouldn't be the first time they did something like that and something you got to learn about Ed Boone is he's the biggest fucking 80s and 90s action hero nerd mm. yeah 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 there's a reason why guest characters have ranged from Robocop to the Predator <laughs> <laughs> but yeah that does it for news a uh, bit long in the tooth today for that I apologise uh, today we're doing Lloyd in Space bit of background knowledge the reason why I remember this show is because it used to be the last cartoon played on Disney the Disney Channel I should say uh, this and Dave the Barbarian used to wrestle for the last spot and then it was channels off time for bed sure <laughs> it was created by the same people who created Recess and that's about the extent of my knowledge I remember really loving this series but I'm wondering if looking back at it as a, back at it as a cynical adult will make me hate it so this will be fun, Rick. Yeah, when you said Dave the Barbarian, there was a lot of my brain was um, dedicated to just going Barbarian, Barbarian. Like, you got to give credit where credit's due. It's a fucking catchy theme tune. It is, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, Lord in Space today. If you're watching along with us at home, it's uh, Season 1, Episode 1, The Big one, three. Three, two, one, and go. Yeah, I'm a, I vaguely remember this episode in that I believe Lloyd turns 13 right at the beginning and... And then he's convinced he's an adult because now he's a teenager? Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, I know for a fact that Lloyd is voiced by the same guy who voiced Gus in Recess. Yeah, yeah, I, I see. So he's got a psychic sister. Is it a psychic race or is she unique in being a psychic? Uh, she's unique. I believe she's the only one who can do that out of the family, at least. Sure. 
I know that voice. Is that Patrick? It is. It is Patrick. It sounds like him, at least. I think there's going to be a lot of that in this show. <laughs> Created by Paul and Joe. That's not specific, is it? <laughs> <laughs> which, which Paul and which Joe? <laughs> it's kind of cute, though. Yeah, for sure. Look at that Leia rip-off. Yep. <laughs> She's got four ears. <laughs> this is going to be a dream, ain't it? Yeah. Oh, it, is, yeah. it has to be a Star Wars <laughs> rip-off. Yeah. Because <laughs> he's no, not Chewbacca. Sorry, did you hear that? No cards, just money. <laughs> Hello, Emperor Zerg. Oh, he's even got his Luke Skywalker costume on. Okay. What's the point in having a fucking uh, wrist guard with these weapons? Because uh, it's made out of the same material as the as the hilt. Yeah, but... Like, lightsabers can usually cut through those hilts. Yeah, we see this in uh, in The Phantom Menace. That's a fucking name. Yeah, I can, I can, I can really hear the gus in him. Yeah. Okay, so the, the, that station is actually made out of junk. Yeah, and not the the Buzz Lightyear station that we saw in the dream. Oh, this was back in the era when you weren't allowed to sing Happy Birthday on on TV. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Could you imagine living in a um? A space station in space that's made cobbled together out of junk. Would that not be terrifying? Um, depends what um, depends what your culture is. If you're from a junk rat culture, then it's probably going to be actually rather heartwarming. Okay, you know what I mean, though. All right, you know the angle oh, yeah, I'm going yeah. for with my question. Yeah, yeah. Um, the fact that your um, the barrier between you and the void. Is some garbage that someone found and welded to it. <laughs> Can I just say, I love how in a lot of things, to make things more sci fi, they just take normal stuff and add such unnecessarily bullshit to it to make it look slightly more spacey. Like the bowl just has a little pedestal. That sounds like the same voice actor for Anais in um, Gumball. Yeah, yeah. I was going to say Chowder. It's obviously not Chowder. Oh, that looks like a Rick and Morty alien. Fuck me, it does, doesn't it? Wouldn't that suck that you could actually get done in for court crime in this household? Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> Watch the vein appear. Yep, the vein. <laughs> That's a fucking uh, game of chicken. Yeah, playing brain chicken. How do you think that would actually end if that would have happened, right? It's like, a cool, dead main character and that child is in a lot of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that... Did you actually have an end to that sentence, or have you cut out? No, 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 I was, um, I, I was listening to the voice try and place it. The amount of people... Okay, it's it's painful to watch as an adult because the amount of people that you know went through this phase... Oh, yeah, yeah. Just um, artificially turning into an adult. And it's usually a result of, like, having parents that are too... Uppity. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, you're you're an adult now, so act like one. Yeah, yeah. I will admit, some of these alien designs are kind of neat. Hmm. That's Gretchen. A little bit. I doesn't sound quite the same, but I I get it. Yeah, that's somewhere between Patrick and Big the Cat. It's there's no way it's John Saint John, though. No, it's not John Saint John. <laughs> Oh, <laughs> trying to get out of homework by saying that you're a grown-up. <laughs> this is what most rational... Okay, 154 is pretty fucking old anyway, but... uh. Regardless, like, if you tell any adult that I'm a man now and then reveal you're 13, most of them will go, yeah, okay, buddy. <laughs> yeah, the, the only exception is if you've gone through a uh, bar mitzvah or bar mitzvah. Even then, I wouldn't fucking say, yep, you're, you're an adult now. Mm-hmm. Fifty, 50 megabyte, megabyte essay! Fuck me! <laughs> That's 50 million characters. Wait, really? Yeah. One byte is one character. Um, that's interesting. So, so hmm. a kilobyte is a thousand characters. But if you Megabyte choose... Megabyte is a million characters. But if you choose the right word processor... Oh, yeah. Um, if your um, essay is a collage of print-screened letters all up, up, upscaled to 4K, then, yeah, you can make a 50-meg essay pretty quick. I mean, one. Oh fuck! Never mind. I was gonna be like, oh well. One of my one of my documents for our D and D game is a whole twenty four. Oh, it's kilobytes. Yes. This feels like this feels like this character could fit into a portal game quite easily. Oh, totally. He's a wheat. He's just a Wheatley. A Wheatley, but less uh, psychotic. Yes. <laughs> 
is Wheatley in his friendly time? Sure. No, I don't think he's that dumb. As we know from Hey Arnold, never bet on a pair of threes. I don't remember that specifically, but yeah. Um, that being said, though, um, I fucking hate this version of poker. I prefer Hold'em. Sure. It's Hold'em where there's like stuff in the middle and you can make your hand from that as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Hold'em is you get two cards and you have a community river. Sure. Yeah, there's um, there's something to be said by the fact that they're playing poker. I, I get they're playing; it's on a kids show, and you don't want to teach kids how to play poker. Um, but they are they are playing um, they are playing poker wrong because you are meant to exchange cards for one round. Because mm-hmm. if you're just given the cards you're dealt, you 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 got a very limited way of playing anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, combine that with the fact that yeah, bluffing is a big part of poker. Hey, Space Grandpa. You know what? That would actually be pretty good. Yeah. What do you think the Grandpa's going to suggest instead? My money's on fishing. Maybe. It's, it's not going to be baseball because that's uh, that's more of a dad thing than a grandpa thing. Eh. Oh, real men fish. There we go. Danger high voltage because they're electric fish. <laughs> oh, that's too real. Yeah, it is. I mean, here's a fun fact for you, Rick. If you fish at a lake in the UK, uh, pretty much every single lake in the UK is uh, is catch and release. Yes, you've got to put them back. Uh, not so much for, for river fish, but at the same time, uh, that's why you actually need a proper um, permit for sh- uh, fishing on rivers. Sure. Uh, do you know what the deal is with canals? I do not. Go on. No, I, that was just uh, I was just wondering, because I know our local canal does have uh, fish in it. Obviously, it wasn't built with fish in it. Mm-hmm. For those, of, do you want to explain to people who don't know what a canal is as to why uh, canals don't come with fish normally? Well, because it was it's a completely synthetic river made entirely as a precursor to roads and rail. Well, not roads, railroads in general. They had a very short lifespan of about forty years from the first canal to the first railway. And then the railways just overtook canals. I don't know if you just heard that, but fucking Lloyd just blew up a space station, and the reason why he's not in big trouble is because it was fully automated. Oh man! So Lloyd does not have the consciousness of uh, the con- uh, millions of lives on his conscious conscience. Hmm. 
Also, this policeman sounds just a bit like Clancy Brown, but I've been saying that a lot lately and been wrong, so... <laughs> Oh, that's a cool idea for seatbelts. I didn't see it. They've got this weird thing on their chests, but it's got no straps because I assume if there's a sudden jolt, it will keep them in place, but otherwise it's, it's otherwise unintrusive. Sure. You see what I mean? Like the alien's got it yeah. and Lloyd's got it. Like a little gravity pod. How the fuck is the robot here? I don't know, because it does seem like he's, you know, attached. Yeah. But I think I think he was also the one that was giving um, giving Lloyd's grandpa his uh, hologram form. This is going to end poorly, I can feel it. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the policeman's going to get in bother. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> this is... Okay, that's a funny fucking screenshot. Um, but, um... Uh, it's like all the times I play games with you and I go, Rick, don't do that. And it's clearly too late to say not to do that because a combination of lag and my own brain not being uh, being faster than my mouth. Um, yeah, yeah, because I've already pulled the trigger by the time you've started thinking about telling me not to do the thing. <laughs> well, usually it's don't die, but... <laughs> Here's the problem with made-up bullshit currency is we have no real reference as to whether that's a lot or not. We're going to yeah. assume that it's a lot because she's real pissed, but... Yeah, and, and there was a car. Like, <laughs> But it's the future, Rick. They might be fucking cost two a penny. Yeah. The fact that you're allowed to let a 13-year-old drive. Grounded for a month for wrecking so much shit is actually pretty light. Oh yeah, it's incredibly lenient. Wow. Yeah, yeah. The the actual statement is yeah, because you've not deserved it. That's a bit... Looking at... <laughs> watching this on my modern laptop, Rick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> something, something. You could probably slightly morph this into some sort of trans message if you tried. I mean, if you want. All oh, right, he's going to save the day, isn't he? Hmm. 
man, the daycare the, the daycare lady is kind of cute. I, I was thinking it, but I didn't want to say it. Oh, she can control fire as well, apparently. Well, she's a telepath, isn't it? Like, yeah. Look, I'll tell you this for, for for free, man. Like, if you've got a child that has telepathic abilities, that would be the most terrifying creature in the world. Yes. Yes. Like, because uh, kids with no perspective are already difficult to deal with. Oh, it's Otto. It is, and all. Look at this, it's basically a fucked up version of the new Moon Fighter. Yeah. Or the Homer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Why do he put his sirens on if it was just to say everything okay? Uh, I mean, for um, when I got stopped in Australia, the, he did put his um, his lights on and everything. Hmm. For a for a random breathalyzer test. Okay, but this isn't what happened. It was literally just say everything okay. Yep. All right yes. then. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <clears throat> like they they weren't <laughs> driving erratically or anything. Yeah, and there was millions of miles of space in all sides. But yeah, you'd have to invent some kind of suppression thing. Un- until they... Oh, like, I know I sound real fucking evil like this, but I would never trust a telepath. Nope. How the fuck can't you get that with your powers? Because she's using them all on... <laughs> oh yeah, it's been addressed. That will kill us all, you dumb bastard. Yep. Lack of perspective's a hell of a drug. Oh, fucking... Okay, has to be the fishing now, because he's used all the other lessons. Yep. Everything has to be... Yeah, everything has to um, come back in some way. Yeah, and then everyone just drops... (laughs) I'm sorry, because of because we're watching this kind of via Daily Motion, we just got a fucking advertisement for next up, Emperor's New School. Yeah. <laughs> we're gonna ignore that Lloyd just got one of his fucking presents nicked. Hmm.
Hey, did you guys know toxic masculinity existed in 2001? <laughs> except, except also bluffing, driving a car, and fish are all things that save the day. Knowing when to do it. Cake for breakfast. Oh, fucking hell. I wasn't going to say those exact words, but I was going to criticise the idea of cake for breakfast. <laughs> I mean, everything, anything's for breakfast if you're not eating anything before it. Could we just say that week. he seems to be typing upwards? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fucking weird. This theme tune's shit. Um... <laughs> I just want to say, I've been pretty up on everything, but the theme tune kicks in and it's like, ooh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, we've got a fucking minute to kill from fucking credits, so uh, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and the theme tune shit. So. Uh, <laughs> uh, I was expecting a, a bit more of a back and forth, but it's just like, theme tune shit, and it's like, yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, it was. But at least it was short. So yeah, this is your first time watching Lloyd in Space, right, Rick? So what did you think? It was fine. Um, I can see other episodes being more entertaining, but like they did a reasonable job in introducing the family, uh, which seems to be most of what matters. They showed the friends. Like th I think the friends show up for longer in the opening credits than they do in the mo in the actual show. Yeah, because the friends just happened to be in the school scene, and the school scene was more about Lloyd bragging that he's a man. Yeah, and getting his ass shut down by the teacher. <laughs> Who is 154 years old. You ain't shit yeah <laughs> uh, but yeah how about you what do you think i thought it was okay as a first episode here's the thing i'm saying i remember the show being decent as a kid but apart from bits of this episode which kind of came back to me as we were watching it um the only other episode i remember is the brain kid and the big um patrick star sounding motherfucker they decided that they would take over the world by symbiosing with each other which was literally just the brain guy sitting on the big guy's shoulders and it's like now i have brawn and brain <laughs> and uh he became a dickhead <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. I feel like this show, it's fine. Like, it's all I can say, really. I think Recess is better. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. But yeah, shall we do our usual rundown, Rick? Yeah, yeah, let's shall. Let's shall. Alrighty, do you have a favourite moment for me? I think it was Hologram Grandpa. Yeah, the design was pretty cool as well. Yeah, like, it, it obviously looked like part of his family, and just generally interacting with grandparents is something that I'd like in shows like this. Um, because the benefit of a grandparent is that you're far enough removed from the, um, the core family that you can just goof around and be the cool family member. Well, it's one of those where I've always seen it uh, worded as the reason why grandparents get on so well with grandkids is because they have a common enemy. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, what was your favourite moment? Hard to say. I think just the piss take of Star Wars was pretty good. I mean, considering... It was. It was. It was. Yeah, I mean, was it perfect? No, but, you know, you very early on clicked that it was a Star Wars par parody. You know, they had the key bits. Like, we spotted Leia very early on, and then it was gradually like, oh, that's a Luke outfit. There's clearly Chewbacca. Here's Darth Vader. Oh, they got interrupted by an alarm clock. None of this is real. And this was before they bought Star Wars, so everything had its serial numbers filed off. Well, I'll have some fun news for you, Rick. The first season of Lloyd in Space was actually made for AB. BC and not Disney. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it wasn't even owned by Disney at, at this point. Sure, sure. Um, so yeah, I, I also like that um, not Leia had a croissant for hair. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> as, yeah. as opposed to two Danishes. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty decent. Um, but yeah, we can't only talk about the good, let's talk about the bad. Rick, do you have a weakest link? I'm going to give it to Lloyd's attitude throughout 90% of the episode. Even though that was the gimmick of the episode. <laughs> 
Yes, yes. I'm, I'm giving it to his uh, his high and mighty attitude, which seems to have come from nowhere. He just he just decided that he's going to be a prick today um, because he's 13, and it only gets fixed when he gets his perspective. It's like it's literally it's literally one of those where it's like a 13 year old going, "I'm a man now," and you look at them and go, "Mate, I've got pubes older than you." <laughs> Yeah, how about you? What was your weakest link? My weakest link is very much that for some reason or another, this show is not brought up whenever you discuss like old Disney cartoons. At the time you had Recess, Dave the Barbarian, uh, you had so many fucking cartoon series based off of um, just straight up Disney movies like the Hercules series and the Aladdin one. And this one never really gets a shoe in. And looking at the first episode, I can't see why. Uh, it's no worse, but yeah, yeah, uh, there certainly seems to be a distinct lack of nostalgia, but if they're constantly like it's not even that it's parodying space things too too often like we had the Star Wars parody at the beginning but other than that it was just a normal cartoon aimed at kids just happened to be set in space yeah totally so I don't know what you call that as a weakest link but it's mine <laughs> sure sure it's it's a it's more of a greatest shame than a weakest link but yeah I, I'll I'll accept it but yes we don't like to end on the negative we always end on a highlight Rick who is your MVP I would say it's probably actually the teacher uh, because she's the one that got Lloyd to actively think about what it means to be a grown-up. Even though it was a little adversarial at the time, it's what set the better half of his um, actions into motion during this episode. I get you, man. Like, like he had to think about it, and therefore he was, you know, ready to grow. Uh, and if not for that, then he might not have been ready to grow for at least a few months. So, yeah, I'm giving it to the teacher. How about you? Who's your MVP? Well, it's going to be Grandpa Lloyd. Not because he did anything particularly spectacular, but I just like his design, and everyone kind of had equal roles in this yeah sure sure uh, also I really did like the line when he first showed up of like Lloyd this looks like a shit party yeah <laughs> What would a grandparent be if they were not brutally honest from time to time? Oh yeah, that's the one of the benefits of age is that you don't have to filter yourself anymore. Unfortunately, sometimes it goes wrong, but in this case, it goes very right. One of my favourite jokes of all time is from a comedian called Tom Segura, where it's like, I, I love old people bluntness because you'll be like, uh, hey grandpa, this I want you to meet my friend Steve. Fuck Steve. <laughs> but yes, that's the end of our penultimate space episode. Thankfully done with Lloyd in space uh, probably probably not going to watch this anymore are you Rick probably not but you know it, it's there in the universe now so <laughs> that's very true very true like I'm not going to go back and watch this series like there's not that many episodes but it doesn't really ring my uh, ring my bell so to speak yeah like sometimes you get a gem and you watch the whole thing like we did with uh, we both did with Koala Man and we both did with uh, Hell of a Boss but uh, some of them even ones that are actually reasonably decent probably not going to go back to it yeah yeah but anyway that's the end of our episode for today thank you for joining us as always if you're watching via YouTube there's the comment section down below if you're not watching via YouTube but instead listening via one of our many audio platforms you can instead send us an email where would they send said email to Rick? NonsenseReviewUK at gmail.com once again that is NonsenseReviewUK at gmail.com yes 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 join us again next week for our final May the 5th episode and boy is it a big one yeah <laughs> see you later everyone <laughs>